0: When it comes to the uh, world of e-cigarettes, it's still pretty much a Wild West. You know, anything goes. So here's a a little buyer, beware. A 17-year-old Nevada teen was trying to quit smoking and turned to e-cigarettes. And then when he put it in his mouth to inhale, it exploded. And the force was such, his whole jaw was shattered. And knocked out his teeth. And when I looked at the x-ray shots, it is shocking to see how much damage. His whole chin had a crack right down the middle. It was unbelievable. And apparently, when it comes to these types of cigarettes, the battery you put in can directly affect how safe it actually might be. And the FDA in the States in 2017 actually said the shape and construction of electronic cigarettes can make them more likely than any other product with a lithium iron battery. Iron battery to behave like a, quote, flaming rocket when a battery fails. Pretty scary. Dr. Uh, Matthew Reism is an assistant professor of global and community health at George Mason, George Mason University in Virginia, also the lead author of a study on frequency of e-cigarette injuries. And when you see a picture of this, and I saw it, and, I mean, it's shocking. It might not shock you, but I, I the damage was more significant than I thought
1: correct yeah these type of severe and devastating injuries are are not uncommon there are case studies that that show very graphic images like these of people missing multiple teeth um having damage severe damage to their eyes and face missing parts of their face tongue the roof of their mouth and having severe third degree burns all over their bodies if it blows up in their pocket they have severe burns on their their thighs their groins so these are very devastating injuries.
0: Well, well, you know, it's we don't really hear about this. I mean, how often is this happening? I know you're in the United States, so clearly it's going to happen more there. But how often do e-cigarettes blow up?
1: That's a great question. Because it's not systematically monitored, we don't we don't really know. Um, however, government agencies that have been relying on just news stories uh, and uh, case studies that are published and passive reporting, where they they request that if if an incident happens that they fill out a form on their government website, they're grossly underestimating the number. We we used in our study a um, the National Electronic Injury Surveillance System data that's provided by the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Mm-hmm. What that is is it's a uh, random sample of 100 U.S. hospitals in the U.S. with emergency departments, and we and it's it's. Uh, can be weighted to make nationally national estimates. What we found is that in the last three years, we estimated more than 2,000 e-cigarette explosion and burn injuries presenting to U.S. hospital emergency departments. And this is likely an underestimation for a number of reasons. So first of all, it's it's more than these government agencies reported. They were reporting a couple of hundred um, rather than a couple of thousand. And it's still likely an underestimation because, one, this is just people who are presenting to hospital emergency departments, not who are getting treatment in other settings like in burn units and things like that, or people who aren't getting treated at all for their injuries. And the, the second reason is that unlike cigarettes or um, cigarillos or pipes, there's no unique product code that they have right now for e-cigarettes. They're just not not tracking them well. So we had to code the free text fields that they have and try to search them for e-cigarette related keywords and so we're probably missing quite a few cases as well.
0: That's crazy you know I can't speak to American laws but certainly in Canada you know we have such strict regulations on tobacco you know marijuana alcohol and yet vaping and and e-cigarettes and all this it's it's this rogue area um, you know of sin where teens can buy them they've got them put out right in front of the cash register they're very accessible they're seen as sexy and for whatever reason the government is very slow to regulate or as you you know talk about the data no one's gathering it and it's it why is it still considered a Wild West
1: well in the, in the US um, they they definitely have uh, criticized the Food and Drug Administration Center for Tobacco Products which has now the regulatory authority to regulate tobacco products and uh, and these devices um, including all of their components which are the batteries of these devices and so um, yeah, the the Center for Tobacco Products has been sued, not re, not related to these e-cigarette battery explosions, but just for being slow for regulating these devices as intended to mm-hmm. be used in, in terms of the chemicals that people are um, you know inhaling. Uh, so, yes, the, you know we need better regulation um, both of these the devices as intended to be used and these. Unstable, unregulated batteries right. that are exploding and causing severe injuries among users and and bystanders.
0: Yeah, because in the U.S. It's, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh,
1: in the U.S., it's already um, uh, been identified uh, to cause uh, at least two fatal injuries: one young man in Florida and another young man in Texas, uh, within about the last year.
0: Well, and not to mention what happens if it gets on a plane. It's an interesting world because I think everyone looks at vaping like, okay, well, it's a better alternative um, to smoking. It's a safer route to go. It's the healthier way to go. But, you know, at the same time, there's still a lot of dark uh, corners in this particular area that just seem to not be um, being looked at by governments or taken seriously because it is an addictive product.
1: Right. and, And even though it's less harmful than presumably less harmful than cigarettes, I mean, everything is. Cigarettes are the most deadly consumer product in human history, so that's not a very high benchmark to set. And the more research that's being conducted on these, uh, the more uh, evidence there is that they are having negative pulmonary effects. So even if people are able to quit with them, they're still addicted to a dangerous product.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Well, doctor, I appreciate the uh, insight. I had no idea uh, it could cause so much harm, so I appreciate the insight. Thank you. You're welcome. That is Dr. Uh, Matthew Rosheim. it's It's incredible. It's just such a it's such an unregulated part of the world, you know? And we just kind of shrug our shoulders. Buyer beware. Uh, when we come back, we will talk with an online security expert about, you know, this f- expectation of privacy where none exists.